It feels weird not to have our headphones on. Usually we have headphones. Oh. We're trying something naked. different of like, we don't need the headphones to like actually record. That makes but sense. But it's nice to hear yourself. But I was like, let's just try it cool. Great. once without, because Allie always tends to like. I literally, I'm like. Out on her headphones sometimes. They like, well, because like, I'm like, you know, I'm on YouTube. So I'm like fucking with my hair. And like, if this was just audio, I wouldn't care. I know. I'm like, oh, now it's the camera's on. I wouldn't have makeup on if we were. But we, need, but we also need to make, well, we want to end up making money off of the podcast at some point in time. I love yeah. that you guys so, are doing this. Do you guys work together a lot too? We work together moderately, moderately yeah. but we just, That's... when we met a few years ago, like just at a wedding, we met at a wedding. I don't remember how we met. Uh, yeah, it was it had a to wedding. Have been. No, it was definitely and a wedding. And then just, you know, there's vendors that you just click with uh, or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. it was like literally a few years of us being like, what can we collaborate on together? Like when we want to do this. And, I you know, that. I think we talked about like my eventual goal is to open a venue. And he's like, yeah, like, so we just kind of had this. And then we were just having lunch and we were like. Started, let's do I this podcast yeah, she, thing. You want to go to Wahoo's? I was like, or no, do you want to get lunch? And I was like, Wahoo's? She's like, down. What is, what is Wahoo? <laughs> what? She, he, you know, she's not an LA native. It's the best. Oh, it's so good. Well, it sounds delicious. Okay, now. next time, <laughs> next time you come, we're gonna yeah, have yeah, a Wahoo's. Yeah. Well, we're, we'll gonna we're gonna take a hike. We're gonna do one. Whole whole I'm, I'm there. Okay, sounds it's good. like a, it's sounds just great. a local like fish taco shop, but it's oh, like it. one of those bomb like things Great. that has taken okay. over and maybe it's mostly an orange county thing now that i think about it i think yeah, yeah i think, I think it's mostly an oc thing i, don't yeah. I was gonna say i would know about that i, I would know <laughs> <laughs> i think we're I really trying to get wahoos to sponsor us for since, since come on wahoos let's go not to sponsor you the not like the the wedding website yeah well, we haven't even really begun to deal with all the sponsorship stuff yet. Yeah, yeah. my brain is like. Oh. I know. I know. I currently got like pros and cons though with the knot. Yeah. As a vendor. Oh, me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm I like, I don't really say, know if I want them true, to sponsor me, me because I don't know if I really like the knot. I agree. <laughs> well, if they gave us money, we would take it. But I, sure. I, I agree with that. But they would—they're the only ones I think that have the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. true, true. Yeah. For now. For now. For now. All right, we're gonna okay. we're gonna play our song, and do our intro. <laughs> Hopefully I don't fuck it up like I have been like every Yo, welcome to Weddings Uncensored Where we drink and talk and talk and drink I am Kyle I am Allie And we are here to talk about the good, the bad, and the downright crazy of this whole wedding industry And today we have a special guest We're so excited We're talking about catering today, y'all Catering We're talking yeah, about yeah. food And we have Barry Schwartz from My House Events uh, it was conceptualized in 2012 in the New Orleans home of our guest, Barry, uh, which is where the term My House events came from. I did not know that. Uh, you began by hosting a variety of pop-ups showcasing local chef talent and quickly gained a cult following. Um, she met her business partner, Danielle Lee, in 2013, where they shared their love of food, chefs, and event planning and have quickly become a leader in the industry, eventually leading them to expand to Los Angeles, which we'll talk about a little bit. But they're super mission-based, which is what I think is really amazing. The forefront of their mission is to support chefs by fostering economic and creative work opportunities by working with a majority of BIPOC women and LGBTQ. There's so many letters in there. Yes. Chefs. <laughs> they aim for equality and better representation in the culinary industry. Yeah. yeah. So it's super cool. I, it's so unique. And I mean, I've been in this. Oh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. You can tell. 
Um, I have been in the industry, I mean, the events industry for 10 plus years. And before that was in restaurants, hospitality, catering. And I just have never had any company that has kind of your mission and what you guys do. And I think it's really unique. So let's start by talking about you and your company and how you got started and all that good stuff. Very, 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 <laughs> I love it. Very, I'm like, oh, where do I start? I know, that was a big question. Well, I think in regards to where I start is like the mission aspect. I never really thought of what I would do when I would grow up. But when I was in college, I was... It was a real thing. It was a minor called Peace and Social Justice. Okay. <laughs> that sounds and, made up. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> and that was my minor. And I always was like very infatuated with like the world of nonprofits and looking at things like from the basis of like all the philo philosophy classes and social justice classes I took through mm -hmm. a lens of social justice. Yep. So, you know, I was a like young bushy, bright-eyed kid <laughs> that was basically just, like, looking at the world and seeing horrible inequities and couldn't really step out of that and was kind of, like, you know, the person at the dinner table, like, bringing everything down at the family uh, dinners. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I always thought I would go that route, but graduated college, 2011, still recession vibes. Mm -hmm. I went from Detroit to New Orleans, both struggling cities. Yeah. Um, and I was in New Orleans applying to a bunch of jobs, realized that nonprofits are just as much of an industry as anything else that have, they're not perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and started waitressing. Well, I'd always been waitressing to yeah. like make money during college, but started more career waitressing out of college at a fine dining restaurant. Nice. And I became really good friends with this pastry chef, Nini Nguyen, whose family was Vietnamese, is Vietnamese. And she was always doing her like grandma's amazing recipes. Mm. And we were at this like French fancy restaurant. And I was like, hey, I'm a hustler. I think I could sell some tickets. How about you do your grandma's recipes and I'll sell tickets? And we do it at my house. And this was before pop-ups were as much of a like thing. Yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think from there, all these chefs were like, well, my family did this or my heritage is this and I started hosting these events more for fun yeah um, but it was definitely this more uplifting positive side of looking at things as social justice and instead being like wow food brings people together and you can learn about people's backgrounds and heritage yeah. and start to chip away at like where people come from yeah and which in turn gives more understanding absolutely so that was kind of the basis um, and then started organizing food truck festivals partnering with nonprofits to bring awareness to different neighborhoods around New Orleans nice and then fast forward to 2013 Microsoft actually saw articles about food truck festivals being done in New Orleans and they were planning a 10,000 person conference and there was like there's no catering company that can do food yeah. for 10,000 people <laughs> yeah. like wow we see this food truck festival thing that's yeah. a trend right now how about we bring food trucks mm. yeah and I was 22 and they called me and it was like, so, like something like fifty thousand hey, dollars per Microsoft. truck. Yeah, yeah. I will never forget the woman. Like I was gonna, you know, I didn't have a business model or anything, and I was yeah, gonna yeah, take. Yeah. I think it was like fifteen percent from the trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt so bad, so I told the woman at Microsoft, I was like. I was thinking you could do like a hundred dollar coordination fee, ah! and I rem I'll never forget this oh woman like laughing at me and be like, "Honey, I'm gonna add a zero for you." Yeah. Looking back, I could have added two zeros. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But anyways, oh my that gosh, we all did that at the beginning of our careers. Yeah. Though, right. I We're don't like, know what oh, to charge. Just do it for free. A hundred percent. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Um, and that was that was when I was like. 
Oh, wow. And it connects to a mission of like economic development is uh-huh. obviously a huge part of like changing the world and how right. resources yeah. are split up. And I started to realize all these chefs that I had been working with, like they were amazing cooks, but they might not necessarily have the time or the interest in going out and like searching for the business. Yeah. And catering was just this world of like, as someone who's a waitress and being in the pop-ups, catering is like yeah. this golden thing that's not talked about and isn't sexy, but it's like, you know how many guests are coming. You get yeah, a deposit. Yeah. Like that's about as like yeah. foolproof as it comes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I love that so much. And I think specifically with weddings, which is, you know, what our focus of this podcast is, is the the menu and the types of people that you have involved. I mean, with all the vendors, but specifically catering, you can find something that really represents you as a couple, find yep. something yes. that represents your background. You're sharing with your family and friends, like this cool aspect of where you came from and your heritage. And that's such a unique thing that like caterers get to do. A hundred percent. And that's something specifically that my house events like likes to focus on, right? Is like, let's dig into like how food can kind of relate to your wedding and you as a couple. Yeah. Yep. And have it be authentic to the couple and yeah. authentic to the chef which if there's love in the food and their story is authentic like someone should not be the same person doing the taco bar and the oysters yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. And, true. And, like true like the taco bar uh-huh. should be someone who like that's their thing is making yeah, yeah, tacos yeah. and that represents who they are and they have a story to tell yeah um, and the couple deserves to have like a custom menu okay yeah. i would like off a little bit but I so agree with that in general when there is like the DJ that's like and I also can do your lighting your photo booth your flowers your like (laughs) fucking that is such a red flag don't hire the oyster and the taco guy (laughs) red flag yeah 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 yeah. oh my god I see that all the time and they're like I don't know her his cousin was also a floor and I'm like fucking no you didn't know because they don't do that a hundred percent stay in your lane yeah yeah stay in your lane so you guys I mean from my understanding is you kind of curate the different chefs that are working on an event based on that story that the couple kind of comes to you with exactly so we almost act as a collective I mean we are a for-profit business but we act very much in the way of like garnering a community partnering with chefs understanding like oh in LA what are the 10 types of food we're going to get a lot of? Mm. Yeah. Starting with that base. Oysters and tacos. Oysters yeah. and tacos. Oysters and tacos. California farm to table. Yeah. A lot of Persian, Mediterranean yeah. cuisine. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of stuff like yeah. under the brand, like Latino mm-hmm. types of food. Like that can range from like Honduran to Mexican. Yeah. So what are, knowing that that could be our potential market, what are these like key 10 chefs that we almost want to like start with to grow this ecosystem with? Yeah. And then we partner with those chefs to then customize menus so everything a couple will come to us um this is a couple we're working with right now and they'll be like i'm vietnamese my husband is cuban and then we'll kind of look at the database of chefs and reach out to some of them to be like what's something that speaks to you in this and we'll give the couple a few options and then our business model is we just upcharge the chef's price and Mm -hmm. we have an on-site staffing fee so we're actually not taking any money from the chefs which makes it even more of a partnership because if they need logistical help or they like have a couple and it's a really big event they can bring us in yeah isn't that so cool that's pretty awesome i think it's so amazing and yeah like i I was sorry i was just thinking about like if i were the couple and i don't know what food to offer i think it's a relief to be able to go to you and you give me the option versus me trying to come up with this fucking menu (laughs) of like great ideas is like how about we just leave that 
to the professionals yeah. who actually cook. Yeah. That's... And they can give the options. And a lot of I mean? times we start with multiple options with we have like on our proposals the bio of the chef and their story oh, and this is awesome. what they came up with. And then the couple can be like, oh, I'm more drawn towards this mm, menu. And yeah, then we can yeah. like hone in on that direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I love that. That's really the, cool. The food is really important and yes. you're probably spending the most on the food yes. in your wedding other than your venue costs. It's a, it's a bank. The catering. <laughs> yeah. Catering is going to be your biggest cost. So there's a lot of things to consider and budget plays a huge part of yes. that for a lot of people, which is fine and normal and that's mm-hmm. you know no no judgment whatsoever yes um but to find something that you feel like represents you and that you're sharing with with folks that you love like that's so special and cool yeah. mm-hmm. so when couples are you know kind of in the beginning searches and they're yelping and googling and yeah. and trying to find caterers like what are three things that they should be looking for or questions that they should be asking just like in the initial search that that's kind of rules question. out like the good versus the bad or, you know, red flags? That's a great question. I mean, I think in general, it's very helpful if as a couple, you know what you want to spend on your food and beverage. Um, Or like what I like to say is if you're getting married, almost like building a business or like starting any sort of partnership, if there's the DJ, the venue, the food, the floral, there's all these elements. If as a couple, you want to think of what are the two things that you want to hone in on? Mm -hmm. You can't do it all well, but what are the two things? And I would say if food is one of those things yeah then you know have your budget react accordingly to what's important to Mm -hmm. you right um and then i think when you're talking to different caters it's really important to understand what is included in the price you're given yeah because everyone does it differently like us for example we include tax and tip we include our markup we include like a high rental estimation because Mm. You know, we want to make sure you're covered with yeah. like the trays and the stove and the cooling elements and how to heat it up on site and make sure like if a couple if a if a catering company isn't asking you more questions about your venue, that's kind of a red flag. Yes. Cause from the beginning, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 the four things that you just said, I went right over my head. The cooling. Wait, what cooling? <laughs> what what are you talking Is about? There a fridge there? Wait, I, I don't know, it's a venue, you know? Like yeah. I, you know, me being just naive, I just don't know these things. So I'm just like, oh, Kyle I don't know. To the table I'm the, just uh, like, the, uh, oh, yeah, oh, okay. The, the typical <laughs> groom, the typical groom that says, "Sure, sounds right. good, sounds whatever, great. whatever you want, hun." You yeah. know, yeah. I just want my ribs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much per person? Hundred. We can do yeah. that. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is huge. I mean, we talk about that a lot in like a lot of our different episodes, like specifically the budget episode mm-hmm. though, about prioritizing and figuring out what's really important to you because yeah. you cannot do it all. Everyone's on a budget, whatever that budget is. Um, and if, if food is something that's really important to you, but also all of your vendors, like they should be asking you questions yeah. back, right? Mm-hmm. Like yes. you're hiring a DJ, like they should be asking what the setup looks like and how many systems they need. And like, it's shocking to me how this happens sometimes where you're like, did we not even have a conversation? Like, a hundred conversation. <laughs> they should be asking you. You should be asking them. Yes, yes. And going from there. And yeah, knowing I think that's what huge. style of food you want to do. I mean, if yeah. you're really serious about family style, yeah. but you then say you don't understand why it's more expensive than a buffet, it's mm-hmm. like understanding, well, that takes like 
way more staff to mm-hmm. bring the food to the table. And if you're going to do it, you want to do it right. You don't want people getting food at different times. Yeah. And you want to make sure that you have, that's a lot more platters you yeah. have to rent. That's, exactly. Mm-hmm. So and just, ask the questions, yeah. right? It's okay. Like, and if a vendor is making you feel like you're asking too many questions or they're like brushing you off, then that's a huge red flag too. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to know the difference between family style and plated and buffet and why one's more expensive or not. Like that's okay that you don't understand that. Like, but ask those questions exactly. and don't make any assumptions because people don't know education is really important and I think so that's kind of our whole process is people inquire via through the website or if they have our info or being a preferred vendor at a venue and then we basically have an automatic email with our sample menus here's our process it takes seven to ten days once we have a call to develop a custom proposal from there we can hone in on it and that's usually we have a phone call we take really clear notes. We reach out to the chef with those notes, with like trying to understand what their budget is mm-hmm. so that we're realistic and meet yeah. them where they're at. Um, and then from there, we send them the custom menu. They'll kind of let us know what direction they want to go. And then from there, we usually set up the tasting at that point. Okay. And that the tasting is a hard one because I actually do them at my home. Oh, in my house. My wow. house. My house. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It bro. is. It's That's like, you know, cool. the right clients are into that. that. Don't you, I right? Do. Yeah. <laughs> and my boyfriend is usually in the kitchen, and my dog yeah. <laughs> eating up the leftovers. <laughs> but you have, I mean, that's the vibe, right? Like, yeah. your mm-hmm. clients are into that. They love yes. probably that they come to your home, yes. and like exactly. that might not be the best fit it's, for it's everybody. Purposeful. It's purposeful. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I, I've like, you know, I think the more us as vendors like build, like, this is who we are. Yep. Take yep. it or leave it. It's like the right people find us. So the people who are yes. like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I love being in your home. I get to like meet the chef. Like, oh, your boyfriend's like in and out. That's cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, he I'm seems the, nice. I know. I'm, <laughs> the, I'm the same way. I'll have like console calls and like it's a FaceTime or something. Both boys, the four and a one year old, are in the background <laughs> screaming, yelling, and crying. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, like, this is. You're, this, this, this is, is my is life. It. But, this is real yeah, life. This is my life. Right? Totally. You called me at three o'clock when they just woke up. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what you expect right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you want people who it has. To, it's like anything. It has to be a win-win. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I'm like a big warm glass of tequila that you. Have to <laughs> <laughs> who you likes have to force down? You're a bottle of champagne. <laughs> Come on, I am, Allie. I am. I am. <laughs> Um, No, but I also like another thing you said about when you're searching for caterers and kind of doing your initial research and getting proposals back, like make sure you are comparing apples to apples because a lot of the time they are not the same. Very important. These things are not the same. Yeah, like we'll give a menu and it'll be $80 a person. And they'll be like, well, I got this menu at $60 a person. And I'll look and I'll be like, well, they didn't include tax and they Mm. didn't include tip. Yeah. And they didn't like factor in. Yeah. (laughs) And the thing we like to say off the bat when you're looking for venues, it's also like make sure you're comparing what you're getting for what cost because the difference between a kitchen and not a kitchen is around three to five thousand dollars for a couple. So, Mm. like, if you get a venue with a kitchen, you actually will cut off three to five thousand dollars on the catering. Yep. Mm. And I think it's really important that us as vendors are all talking together and educating about each other because it just helps us all. Yes. And that's why, I mean, I, like, I, I, like, I always say, I'm like on this podcast, whatever I always say that (laughs) 
<laughs> um, when you're initially making your budget and initially venue shopping, like hopefully you're doing this shit early, early. Yes. because <laughs> yes. you booked your venue and now you're like, oh fuck, like this is what I wanted. And we talked about it yes. before. Like I didn't realize that this menu was going to require a deep fryer and yes. the deep fryer is not allowed by the venue or, you know, like there's exactly. it's all more interconnected than you think, exactly. which is kind of annoying. And it's really overwhelming at first. Mm-hmm. I think for clients when they're, you know, first Very planning, overwhelming. it's overwhelming to think about all those details, yeah. but if it's important to you, you need to make those types exactly. of logistical thoughts early on. I let's, agree completely. I have a quick question. Yeah. So let's say I'm, I find my venue. Would you recommend, I guess, pros and cons of finding a caterer that is a vendor refer like venue preferred because the, that caterer will already know what they can and can't do or, you know, what, what are things to look out if let's say in particular, I want you, but this venue has never worked with you. I think, you know what I mean? yeah, I think, I think if it is preferred and someone has worked there a lot, that's going to make your life easier Yeah, no matter what. But I think if you are like, Hey, I want this mission based company that's going to tell my story or like you have some specific, you're, you're a family that keeps kosher and you want to bring in a kosher cater. That's obviously a different story. Mm-hmm. And I think making sure that third cater is open and willing to do the extra work to go do the site visit to understand what they're getting into. I think like it's more about the openness of the party you want to bring in than it is you, Mm. you know, like I think using a preferred vendor is always going to have its pluses, but I think if you want something unique and they allow outside vendors, making sure like for us, we are excited by that. We're also just starting to expand here. So to me, I'm like, oh, that's a new venue. We could mm-hmm. potentially work a lot at. Of course, yeah. I want to get involved immediately. Yes. Go yeah. look at that venue. Meet the venue manager. Um, so I think like the willingness to do that. Because some people, like I find it wild. Like I think it's a red flag if your caterer or any vendor won't get on the phone with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Or won't do that site visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or won't, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like that's just part of the job that we're factoring into mm-hmm. that end price. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you like you're that's included in the price yeah, is yeah, all yeah. of that before behind the scenes works that's like not necessarily translated yeah. for well I yeah. think that's like that's a big part of your profit loss too yeah. if you don't go and you don't know what you need to bring yep. yeah. that, that could absolutely shoot you in the foot 100% so, yeah. whereas like photo video I'm like I really don't need to go to the venue yeah, you, you know no. what I mean like, so, uh, yeah but catering yeah. I'm like We're you, you're literally cooking food like <laughs> we, you don't yeah. want you don't want to fuck up people's food yeah. we have to, to, there's, you fuck up the there's no running water there's <laughs> we no have to water. understand that we thought there was going to be power yeah, 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 I mean yeah. it happens yeah it happens often yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very important so it's not like so sexy to talk about all those logistics but I think people don't really think about a lot of the behind the scenes shit that goes along with catering and that's why it's so fucking expensive so when people are like oh my god this is 50% of my budget or more whatever like you know what $100 a plate seems so insane Mm -hmm. but there's so much that goes into that so can you just like give a I mean I know there's like so many things but like a little bit of a peek behind why it's so fucking expensive yeah (laughs) first off the cost of food is very expensive yeah yes um, it's also as, as for our company, we're not working with big box caterers. So for us, it's like every menu is custom. A lot of times these chefs traditionally don't have access to these type of catering gigs. So they're paying for a kitchen to cook at. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think also there's a lot of back and forth between customizing the menu, yeah. talking to the venue, doing the site visit for us. We do tastings. They're $150 a person, but 
when you book with us, that money is taken out of the contract. Mm. So it goes towards your contract. Mm, gotcha. So basically, you're only paying out of pocket if you do the tasting and don't end up booking. And don't so you want people yeah. to be serious about us by the time they're Hun- doing the tasting. And most caterers do charge for tastings that's very common I will say that Mm. and I think people are sometimes surprised by that it's like the hair and makeup people like they do charge for trials as well Mm. like I think people think sometimes that that's all included but it's a lot of work that goes into that and to cook for like two or three people you're going to the grocery store you're buying all this food that you may not actually have on hand no yeah Yeah, it's a big the hard the hard cost with catering is astronomical yeah. and so, in LA you're driving a lot you have to uh-huh. factor yeah, that hours in. and hours and hours spent yeah. especially in all the if planning. you're in LA but the venue's in San Diego there's five hours of your life gone uh, it's a huge yeah. deal yeah, you I, know. Spend, I think I spent six hours in the car this weekend working back to back weddings like no joke that's just, wild yeah it's yeah. crazy yeah. That's well t- I just had uh, Santa Barbara Oh yeah, you were weekend. you were far too. Yeah. <laughs> it's time, so much. Time is money. Time is it money. Really is. Well, and that's the other thing. Like what factors into it? It's like we're paying travel fees for all of our staff, mm-hmm. all of the chef when we're doing something outside yeah, yeah. of like a certain vicinity, and then what else goes into it? So much. I mean, some of the um, like chafing dishes and all of that like equipment you're using for food service some of that What's we own chafing dish? that's like when, <laughs> oh yeah sorry that's when you're walking at a buffet and that's what keeps it hot the big, the big, oh, the big thing okay, of food. Gotcha. Thing okay, yeah cool so like you know you have to like figure out either you own all that equipment and you bought it so you want some Thing included and in your storing price. it, yeah, and you're storing it, transporting, and you're transporting, yeah, it's all yeah. the overhead that's involved, and then the staff. You know, we want to treat people well and treat them right yes. and pay them a rate that they deserve, yes. and yeah. that's something that like you should be willing to pay for. Yeah. You know, it's expensive to live anywhere in Southern California. Yeah, and staffing is so important too. Like I see at weddings as a coordinator, the importance and the value that like having good, you might not even think about it, like the servers that come for your catering company, but they are actually interacting face-to-face with your guests. Like grandma feels so taken care of when they have a good server that's like bringing them an extra portion of their favorite thing or whatever. Like Yeah, and to do it right, you have to communicate that to the servers instead of just like, hey, all of you guys show up at four. It's like, we want to email everyone all the details we want them to know the menu we want to have enough time to have a meeting with them where we're like grandma likes this yeah the bride and groom only want to be drinking tequila Mm -hmm. like like all these things are it's those are it's your special day yeah at the end of the day if you're going to be spending a lot of money those details to do it right are probably a couple thousand dollars difference and it's like you're gonna wish you paid that well i think too at a wedding you will immediately remember a vendor that ruined a moment. Yeah. A hundred. And it, it, can, it can be something like it, a catering server. It really can. Yeah. It yeah. can be a caterer. Definitely. It can be a photographer. It yeah. can be an assistant from any of the vendors. It can be someone from the venue. It could even be a, a guest. <laughs> like you, <laughs> yeah. you will remember that. So the people working that you're paying at the event, I think it's definitely important to know that we want to make sure that the people that we're bringing on to your wedding. Yeah that they're treated well and that they treat you well. Exactly. And at the end of the day, a guest at a wedding doesn't know all they know if they walk away. And I say this all the time when venues are like anyone, you can bring in any caterer. And I go, when you're a guest at a wedding and the food is bad, 
or the the anything, the bar is bad. Yeah. All you're gonna associate with is that venue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's like, true. Like they yeah, just yeah, loop yeah. it in with the venue. That's true because people don't know what no. is included, like what's all in one uh-huh. and what's not, and who you brought in. But you know what? Venue, but man, I hated the uh, yeah, photographer. I wouldn't go back yeah. to that venue, even though the venue exactly. had no <laughs> nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. That actually is very true. Yeah. I always no, say accurate. that when people and I'm like, we can make, we need to partner together. We yeah, all yeah, are yeah. working together. It's an ecosystem that we all like lift each other up. Yeah. yeah.